Wavepool technology is progressing at a rapid rate as commercial surf parks open up all around the world. I'm your host, Brian Dickerson, editor at Wavepool Mag. And together we'll explore this amazing new landscape by talking to the dreamers, developers, engineers, and everyone making this space happen. These are the personalities who are defining the breadth and scope of artificial wave making today. Welcome to the Wavepool Mag podcast. Today, for your curiosity and stoke, we have Paul Chutter, CEO of Endless Surf, and Roberto Coletto, the CEO of Martha Pools. The two companies recently entered a partnership to build surf tanks. While a business partnership announcement is rarely news, this arrangement is noteworthy due to Martha's innovative pool construction techniques. They have created a system that uses prefabricated steel and PVC panels to create pools and surroundings of any shape or size. What this means for wave pools and surf parks is that the variables of concrete and associated headaches in its uh, construction are eliminated. Paul Chatter, Roberto Coletta, welcome to the Wave Pool Mag podcast. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and we're spread across a few different time zones here today. We've got Paul out on the West Coast, North America, and Roberto and myself are here on the European time zone. So as we, as we get started, basically, this is really exciting what, what's happening. We have the Mirtha pools, which I hadn't heard about until, until recently, until Wave Pool Mag posted an article about it. But the uh, pool construction is very innovative, very different, very world-renowned and well-known, but basically steel panels put together to create a pool, pool shape, rather than uh, laying concrete down. And there are many different advantages to that. What's unique in this situation is that endless surf wave pool makers have uh, partnered with Mirtha Pools, we're going to learn more about that, to build wave pools, to build surf parks. And there's so much to learn about this, and I'm really excited, and, and let's dig in. Roberto, first, you are in northern Italy, you're working with uh, Mirtha Pools, which as a non-pool person, I didn't know much about, but you're you're a very large company and you've built pools for Olympics and other competitions. I uh, looked on the website and there's some amazing penthouses with these suspended pools that are Mirtha pools. It, it's great that you can uh, apply your technology to surfing, to wave pools, which, which we are really excited about. Can you explain a little bit about how modular panels are different in when constructing a pool than say laying down concrete? Absolutely. Thanks for. I would say we we have done pools uh, for many. First of all, the company was founded in '61, so we we have a long history of pool manufacturing and, uh, and construction in many different uh, areas of application. But uh, in general terms, because this really depends on the type of project. But in general terms, our system is based on stainless steel uh, modules, uh, like you said before. But the stainless steel goes through a process uh, here in, in Italy, in, in the company. It's, a, it's an industrial process uh, where we apply a very hard bonding to the panel so that every element is waterproofed before it goes to the building site. So in reality, what you have is stainless steel construction. So stainless steel, as we know, is a very 
durable uh, and resistant materials, but uh, it's also waterproofed uh, through this process so that uh, it's never in contact with the water. So even if you have very aggressive water, your steel is always uh, protected. And the advantage uh, of, of uh, such system is that uh, you can, uh, well, first of all, uh, uh, as I said, it's a very durable system. Imagine that we give 25 years of guarantee to our pool construction, and uh, there is virtually no maintenance. So all, all the modules that we use uh, are very easy to inspect, are uh, built with materials that are conceived uh, to be a very long-lasting. So the maintenance, uh, specifically, I would say, when you're building commercial pools, where maintenance means also downtime for the for the operation this is one of the biggest uh, advantages that we can uh, that we can provide okay i'm going i'm going to stop you right there so before we jump into it further i want to hear from paul because uh, endless surf wave pools are are innovative on their own as well so to give our listeners uh, some background on Paul's company and Endless Surf and what Endless Surf is bringing to uh, the wave pool game. So, so Paul, could you could you share a bit about that? Sure. Thanks, Brian. And uh, ciao, Roberto. Ciao. Um, it, much, much like Mirtha, we we have a, a multi-decade history, not quite as, as long as, as Mirtha's. Uh, our company was founded in 1980, so they've got a couple decades on us there. But we've we've been making waves, uh, engineering, delivering wave generating equipment for 35 years now. So much like Martha, we, we've got a, a pretty storied pedigree in in this particular space that really has evolved over that that three and a half decade time since we first began. Our calling card has historically been pneumatic wave technology, which is what we we continue to use today. And that is on full display in a, a number of wave pools around the world, not least of which are, are, are some that have now been in operation for, uh, for 25 or 30 years in some cases, such as Typhoon Lagoon, um, Sun City in, in South Africa, Sunway Lagoon, among others. So I'm, I'm going to stop you right there, Paul, because I'd like to know in Endless Surf, the way it's constructed through the pneumatic uh, chambers, your caissons, which fire to pump out waves in a sequence. Now. Typically, when the when the design came up, you came up with it thinking about concrete, having concrete bottom. But now with this opportunity with Mirtha, what are some of the the benefits of engineering an endless surf pool with steel panels from from Mirtha rather than concrete? Well, that's a great question, and and I think Roberto already touched on on some of the benefits that that come along with their their proprietary construction method. You know, I think the challenges of the the, the robustness and, and the longevity of, of concrete have been fairly well documented. I think just last week we saw there was another uh, another surf pool uh, that was forced to close just because of some some issues that they were having with their concrete pool. The the technology that Murthy uses is is much more durable, much more flexible, and, and much more long lasting. It has additional benefits, such as the ability to reduce construction timelines meaningfully. So for, for our valued customers, that's a huge advantage. If, if you can reduce your, your overall construction timeline from, for example, 12 months down to nine months or even eight months, it means you're, you're incurring far fewer costs. And at the end of the day, the IRR of your project is much stronger because you're, you're pulling that opening date that much further forward than, than it might otherwise have been. Roberto touched on, I, I think, the extent to which 
they stand behind their project uh, or their product rather. And, and a 20, 25 year warranty, I, I think is, is really emblematic of, of the overall quality of the, the product and the track record uh, that they've had in, uh, in a very competitive space over, over a number of decades. And, and I think for us, Brian, that is something that was incredibly important to the team at, at Endless Surf. I mean, we see this really as a, as a perfect pairing between our technology, which is incredibly reliable and, and requires little to no, no downtime whatsoever, alongside theirs. I mean, we, we see any notion of, of downtime or, or a facility closure as as, as either an exception or, or frankly something that's totally unacceptable uh, as opposed to something that is is regularly scheduled and planned for every year so for that reason i mean we we absolutely love the the partnership and, and, and the unique aspects that both technology bring to the table okay yeah i w- uh, wanted you to uh expand a little bit about that you mentioned costs and having a project completer pleaded more quickly and a project that will be finished on time. How does that benefit your your bottom line? When you're, if you can explain to our listeners, there's I know there's a capex, and does that come into play? <laughs> yeah, it, it absolutely does. I, I, and I think there's a few elements there. I mean, first and foremost, for both us as, as well as Roberto's team, our goal was always to have the all-in cost of a Mirtha solution to be effectively net neutral compared to the cost of a comparable uh, concrete solution. And that is something that, that we've achieved. So, you know, we, we like to, to think that, and, and I'll use an example that I'm sure uh, Roberto will appreciate, but if, if you can buy a Ferrari for X dollars or a Kia for X dollars, uh, we like to think that, you know, the vast majority of customers will choose that, that Ferrari knowing they're, that they're getting a fire far higher quality product that is costing them the same in the near term, but will ultimately end up saving them money in the long term, which is the, the CapEx versus OpEx uh, question that I think you were alluding to earlier. I think some of the challenges in particular that we've seen with concrete over the last few years in you know in an environment where we're seeing cost escalation left, right, and center is the unreliability of, of costing when it comes to to certain materials uh, and concrete is, is categorically one that that fits into that box as well whereas when you compare that with a mirtha solution i mean we can offer price to our uh, to our customers uh, down to the penny that that is reliable and that we will be held to so they they receive price certainty uh, from the moment that they sign a contract with with us and our, our partners at mirtha of course Again, if, if you're planning on building a, a large concrete body that is perhaps 12 months out, 18 months out, you're subject to, to price fluctuations that, that you have no control over. I, I think the last, the last piece, and it's, it's one that, that again is, is really important for us, anytime you're dealing with concrete, you are invariably prone to, to a certain extent to, to human error heavy amounts of manpower and, and trucks that are pouring concrete uh, in, the, in the case of our uh, caissons and the way they've historically been built. They're pouring walls and, and slabs that are then being drilled by hand, uh, measured by hand. Uh, one of the nice differences between that scenario and, uh, and, and the Mirtha solution is that everything is done to an exacting measure in their case, in situ, in their facility, and then is shipped to site. 
So all of these panels are, are laser cut uh, using computers and exact measurements, as opposed to, for example, hand drilled on site by, uh, by manpower. So when it comes to the, the ways in which uh, all of this ultimately comes together on site, which is, is kind of the, you know, the, the moment at which everyone holds their breath, Mirth is the componentry that is shipped by Mirtha, all comes together beautifully and perfectly, and, uh, and the customer is left with, uh, with a perfect pool solution. Interesting how you, how you describe that. And uh, from, from my perspective and our listeners' perspectives, comprehending it conceptually, like, yeah, you're building a wave pool. There's a lot of concrete poured. There's a lot of rebar that goes, goes down. I can visualize the Mirtha pool and the sections prefabricated being laid out to create the pool and the bathymetry. But I read somewhere where you can also use it to to create the caissons and the structure around the pool. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. And, and one of the nice things, I'll, I'll let Roberto jump in as well, but one of the nice things about the application of the solution to, to your point, Brian, is the range in which it can be used. So it, it can be used uh, in, a, in a completely turnkey manner where effectively anything you would have otherwise done in concrete is done using Mirtha's proprietary solution. Or we can do the pool, but but the caissons can be made in concrete or vice versa, and, and frankly, anywhere in between on, on the spectrum. So there's a great deal of flexibility that gives us the ability to, to deal with any particular solution or situation, rather, uh, whether that's environmental or in some cases economic, where it may make sense to use a certain degree of, of local concrete, uh, but not for, uh, for the entire lagoon. Okay, well, well, let's talk about potential here then. So, Roberto, with with Mirtha Pools and your construction method with the sheets, could you explain to us what you're capable of, basically? Let's say that first of all, as, as Paul said really well, uh, we were trying to be flexible, based on, also on the site situation and uh, local cost and so on. But in general terms, as you said before. The pool tank, uh, it's quite easy to understand how we do it. This is what we do really in every pool in the world. And uh, it's uh, the wall structure that is done with stainless steel modules uh, instead of concrete. In this case, we are also going to use a very a thinner w- version of our stainless steel panels for the floor. These come in coils. So effectively, the floor of the pool will be, again, stainless steel again with the same coating and laminated, but uh, installed in, in rolls uh, and, uh, uh, let's say, um, waterproofed on site, but uh, with, the, with the final, very, again, very stable and very long-lasting uh, solution. So effectively, the whole tank will be stainless steel. For the caissons, this has been, uh, of course, uh, it took us a few months of uh, engineering to come out with the, with the right solutions. And we feel we have a, a very good combination of uh, concrete eventually, if it makes sense from a local cost point of view, but uh, still uh, beams and structure to do the caissons and the combination again of uh, this laminated steel to achieve the shape that you need inside the, the caissons that we couple also with the high density foam to create a particular shape for the wave creation. So we feel that with this combination of materials, in terms of uh, uh, final costing, uh, uh, control, because really 
to touch again on what Paul was saying before, I believe what we can really provide compared to concrete construction is full control of cost, timing, and, and, and quality of the product. So this combination, again, also for the caissons, we believe that can guarantee the final perfect uh, design that has been conceived, uh, but with certain some guarantee on the long-term usability of the, of the pool and also the terms of timing of construction, uh, something that is uh, very much under control. This is not easy with concrete because uh, if you see the shape and the size of each of these cassons, it's also easy to understand how building these out of concrete and waterproofing this properly is not going to be so easy. Okay, that makes uh, a lot of sense. Another thing I've heard about, you know, having not actually built a wave pool myself, but knowing that different soil plays a factor in how much a project uh, can run over budget or under budget. I know they're problematic soils if, uh, you know, high water tables or soils too soft. Is a Mirtha pool, does it help any of these solutions or is are you just back to square one? No, absolutely. I think this is one of the probably the biggest advantage that we can provide. Because of this, we also build a lot of pools, for example, in Florida, where you have high water table, in uh, California or Japan, where you have a high seismic so, uh, situation. So wherever you have uh, any type of unstable soil, our advantage is that uh, without entering too much into the technical detail, but uh, for us, what is important is to stabilize the wall structure of the pool. So to give you a, a real example, if uh, you have to pile on a soil to, to stabilize it, we don't need to pile the whole pool uh, surface, but we only need to stabilize uh, the perimeter. And this is a huge advantage compared to a monolithic uh, concrete structure that on the contrary needs to stabilize the whole site. So this, uh, and I would say a good number of the projects that we are discussing now with Endless Surf are on unstable soils for a number of reasons, but they are, they are many times on unstable soils. And this is proving to be one of the biggest advantages and uh, possibly one of the big uh, savings, both from a cost and timing point of view that we can provide to the to the investors. Okay. And on the um, I, I have here on my notes as well that the environmental impact using uh, prefabricated steel and yeah. PVC as opposed to concrete, there are benefits to that as well. Paul or Roberto, do you want to jump in on that one? Yeah, if, if I can, Paul, it's a few years that we've been working on comparisons, uh, of course, uh, with concrete pools, because this is a growing topic and interest, of course. And uh, based on uh, the comparison that we've done on a few real projects, we can save... Uh, Many times on a big project, 40 to 50% of what it's the greenhouse gas equivalent. So through the, through the manufacturing of all the components needed, you have a greenhouse gas equivalent emission. And so the saving is uh, uh, very relevant. Uh, so because of this, uh, we can also uh, provide points for uh, lead certification. So it's, uh, it's certainly a, a big uh, point that we've done uh, on, on, the, on the use of our pools instead of concrete uh, and also we're working on the circular economy in terms of uh, eventually reusing also if they, we expect our pools to last very 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 long but uh, being able also to know what will happen one day if we have to uh, dispose and reuse uh, the materials okay and um paul does this uh 
for endless surf wave pools, I know you guys tout your uh, environmental uh, ethos. How does this uh, fit in with that? Well, I think, and this was a big motivator uh, from our side as we to the partnership, but this this coming together of us and Earth, I think, is bang in line with with our environmental ethos, which, as you say, has really been based on our innovating our technology to to lessen that environment environmental impact. While, and, and this is certainly the case with Mirtha, putting us in a position to to equip our projects to be to be in a situation to, to frankly have a lesser environmental impact over time. I mean, there's. There is uh, a number of benefits during the construction period, as, as Roberto alluded to, uh, but certainly we see those as, as extending over time. Uh, because I think in many ways, w- when we look at, at environmental impact and, and the footprint that we have, it, it really doesn't just end with, with us. You know, I think this, this has really been for, for Endless Surf core to our R&D efforts, our innovation process, which, which are, are really, I think, now bearing fruit and, and have been showcasing full to, to the market. So, you know, from flexible operations, which will allow us to save on energy consumption uh, in a variety of, of different scenarios, as you well know, Brian, our, our more compact footprint that uses less water, uh, requires uh, less excavation, the use of fewer chemicals, et cetera. I think today we're, we're very much leading the charge and, and constantly innovating when it comes to lessening that overall environmental impact. We like to talk about total cost of ownership and our, our less is more type mentality. And uh, the environment is a piece to this. And, and I think Mirtha fits right in. So to, you know, to, to bring things full circle to, and to answer your question, I, I think this partnership is reflective of, of that ethos. Certainly um, our drive and, and our goal of being the most sustainable inland surf technology in the world, full stop. <laughs> so, all right. So going into, so you have this uh, technology, you have your wave system, um, you partnered together. It sounds like there's quite a bit you can achieve. So does this mean an acceleration in uh, wave pool projects? Does this mean that it will be more accessible to projects that maybe didn't have the right soil type for it, didn't have the right land? They can now engage in in this, so how do you, both of you, see your your businesses uh, evolving and expanding from from this partnership? I think it's it's a huge boon to to both of us. We're in in a unique situation where I think both sides we have other business streams that, that will continue to to operate as they historically have done. But the entrance into into the surf pool market means a great deal for for Mirtha categorically. And I think their inclusion in our, our product offering is is huge for us. Of course, the, the partnership is now just a couple months old. We've been working on this this evolution of Mirtha's technology inclusion in, in Endless for a number of months in the lead up to that. But since the announcement was made, uh, of course, we've gone to all of our, our existing and prospective customers to, to present them with the idea. And I, I can say candidly, the vast majority would, would like to, to pursue this path as opposed to your, your uh, traditional construction methodology. So, I mean, I think it's, it's really exciting for both of us from the, the ability to attract um, either, you know, our, our existing customers to the tech or, or potentially new customers uh, with the augmented offering. But as you say, 
spread. I mean, I think there are a number of projects out there where sites potentially may not have been feasible or projects were uneconomic. And now with, with Murph involved, they were. And, um, and that's, that's something that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome to be able to say and, and to bring to the table that we can, in fact, improve the, the chance of success of, of a number of these projects, ensuring that they're feasible and they can get off the ground. I was saying likewise for us, uh, we see this as a really great opportunity. I have to say that we are also very happy that we are working really well with the team uh, from Endless Surf. And uh, I think we are every day we are developing uh, the solutions, uh, I would say refining and, uh, and finding new ideas and new, uh, new advancements. So I'm, I'm sure that uh, uh, also for us, uh, this is the big potential to become a relevant part of our business. Uh, if I see the number of serious discussions on the table in this moment, uh, it's, uh, it's very impressive somehow. So, yeah, we feel this is uh, allowing, uh, especially because of clarifying uh, the numbers, the budgets, the timing. So what we feel this can bring to the, to the, to, to, to the business in general and to surf parks is uh, predictability of... Uh, budgets, timing. If I understand well, there's a lot of investors today that are going in this direction because they understand the idea is really interesting, but uh, there's a lot of uncertainties on how much this will cost, how long it will take. And I think what we are trying to do with Endless Surf is to take away, to remove all these uncertainties from that process, to make this process smoother, clearer uh, upfront, so that maybe decisions from the investors can also made, uh, be made easier because of this. And then, uh, of course, uh, being able to build also in, in, uh, on soils that are not uh, Mediterranean stable or not uh, so easy, that, that's also another technical advantage. Yeah, it's, it's a fascinating moment right now because wave pools and surf parks have just uh, started. And the big thing that's uh, deterred a lot of people and has slowed down the evolution of seeing surf parks all, all over has been the uncertainty that comes with uh, construction methods and uh, soil content and how do you deal with this and how do you deal with you know the power grid there's so many things and the, the the space is just getting more and more intelligent and learning to address these issues and address these problems that i you know kind of see an acceleration of pools as collectively the the space learns to deal with uh, all these adverse adversities but paul and roberta i wanted to to throw it back to you in terms of this scenario of building more pools and finding more pools throughout the world and uh, lowering the threshold and the anxiety level of starting a project. How is it working to businesses? Like you're both, you have a lot of personal similarities. You're both CEOs of your respective companies. Uh, they're family-run businesses uh, to some extent. How do you see uh, your business partnership expanding or, or growing in the next couple of years? I can, I can jump in, Roberto. <laughs> uh, I, I think we're fortunate that our, our two businesses have worked together for, for a long time, Brian. And Roberto and I are fortunate equally to, to have a great personal relationship that exists outside of the business. I think for speaking on behalf of both of us, we really see this as, as a, a coming together of, of two best of breed technology providers, um, certainly from our side, as it relates to Endless. Our, our goal is to really to expand uh, in every way possible, 
the the universe of, of sort of tier one solutions that that we can bring to to our clients. I mean, much like if you're you're building a car or or a mountain bike, uh, you want all of that componentry to be absolute best in class. And, and uh, Mirtha, of course, is is far greater than than a single component. Um, it is it is an enormous part of, of the entire project. So we look forward to continuing to to grow the partnership. We can't wait to have our our first real world example uh, open and, and live to the public. I think many of the the questions that, that you've asked today, Brian, will be answered when when the surfing world can see and, and touch and ride one firsthand, which will be really really exciting. But also see the beauty of the project and that's uh, or of the product. That's something we haven't touched on a ton today, but but seeing it firsthand filled with water under the sun. It is it is an absolutely stunning product that performs incredibly well. And um, it's it's the reason that swimming federations, both national and international, and, and the, the, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, rely on Mirtha to, uh, to provide the, the, the high competition bodies of water that, that they rely upon as well. Yeah, from, if I can add to this from our point of view, and uh... Uh, fully agree with with Paul. This is something that for both companies can be very relevant. But also, I see that both both parties are really putting a lot of effort into this partnership. This is a very good uh, signal. That means we are both very much uh, interested in developing this on on a long term uh, plan. Uh, also, it's true that for us, we are mostly well known for uh, Olympics and for the all the push for competitions, but. Uh, uh, or for these uh, high-rise uh, condominium, like you, uh, you were mentioning before, uh, so something that is very, if you want, uh, visible uh, on, on the market. But in reality, we feel that we have very, very good solutions for the leisure pools in general. So not only surf parks, but uh, wave pools and rivers and so on. And we've been doing this, of course, but that's probably the area where we feel that this partnership uh, could help our company to grow more in that direction and uh, when i say good solution is for example we are very user friendly we have soft floors applications something that's for even for surfers is going to be very user friendly so even the experience of the client entering into the pool will be different from uh, uh, what they have today in a in a concrete pool and i, I really hope this will come out uh, with the first uh, couple of projects that we will build that's great as as you Go ahead with the with the partnership. A lot of people in the wave pool uh, and surf park community, you know, ever since the movie The North Shore, everyone's been wanting to see on their doorstep, you know, just down the street, a uh, wave pool they can surf at. You know, the local YMCA, instead of building a skate park, they decide to build a wave pool. My last question here is, do you see an application where between endless surf wave pool technology and Mirtha pools, you could potentially develop a even smaller footprint immediate lower cost wave pool is that is that possible absolutely that's and i think that's something that, that we've we've discussed already I'll, I'll let roberto jump in as well but but i think the the ability to leverage their tech alongside ours means to your point brian uh, the range of, of applications in terms of size grows quite significantly in particular on the lower end of the spectrum so that either truly private model or a community-based amenity, equally smaller models for private residential developments, et cetera, 
I think all of that now is, is very much on the table and we fully expect there to be a, a pretty significant market on, on that end of the spectrum. Yeah, and the, and uh, to absolutely, we feel that uh, if, if well-engineered, every solution would make sense. Of course, uh, once uh, the, the objective is clear, but uh, uh, we could go from very small to very specific. But also, this is more, I would say, a bit more stretched. But uh, as you possibly know, we're also sometimes doing... Uh, pulls on temporary construction for uh, the Olympics and for the World Championship because these pools go into arenas and then we dismantle the pools and they go into final location on a permanent basis. This is something we do uh, not every day, of course, but for the special uh, events. It's not impossible that one day, maybe, of course, uh, I don't know if, if the Olympics one day would consider surf uh, in, in, a, in a pool or not as a possibility, but... Uh, uh, there are possibilities that could be evaluated in terms of having a showcase location and then going to a permanent one eventually. Yeah, I was going to say, Paul, so you heard what Roberta said about uh, being able to dismantle something and, and install it elsewhere, put it back up. That What, what do you have in mind? How's your, your creative juices going with uh, the pop-up pool? <laughs> what do you got on tap? <laughs> well, I, I think when we start to think about things like an inland surf tour, if we were at a stage where there weren't, for example, enough permanent venues, as, as Roberto said, in place already, the ability to have pop-up venues uh, that could travel the world in, in many ways, I think, makes a great deal of sense. Uh, you, know, you see that with other types of action sports. You see it in, in theater, quite frankly. And with their technology, the ability to, to very quickly build a body of water and then tear it back down and, and reapply it is, uh, is, is very real. So when we talk about things like pop-up venues, different sites, effectively like a mobile pool, I think all that is, uh, is on the table. That's great. And uh, Roberto, do you have anything to, that you'd like to add to that? Uh, I, probably only that this ability, the capacity that we've developed in all these years to speed up construction. We do sometimes these very large pools for 50 meters for competition in uh, one or two weeks. So we have, we have, we have a very specific team that is able to speed up a lot of construction in one sense is also what is guaranteeing the investors that on normal situation, we will be able to respect uh, uh, the planning of construction. And this is something that doesn't need to be underestimated because uh, timing of, of construction is also money because it means sometimes losing one year of operation or not. Uh, and uh, it's cost control as well. So I think uh, uh, besides the aspect of pop-up pools that is really a bit special, but uh, the capacity to control the timing of construction, this is, yes, very important. So there, there you have it. I've taken the conversation and uh, directed it toward my personal pet project, which is pop-up wave pools everywhere across, uh, across <laughs> the world. There we go, wave pool mag pop-up <laughs> wave pool. So I want to thank you both for, for joining us and explaining your, your technologies and many of the benefits of uh, each and how they'll work together. It's a really fascinating uh, time in the wave pool space right now where the potential here is huge. And uh, that's, that, that, that's really exciting. Would you like to add anything before, before we sign off? No, I think that's it from us. Other yeah. than it, it sounds like by all accounts, we, we need a pop-up pool in, uh, in Beer Ritz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep, keep one close by. We'll, we'll keep one over by uh, Roberto there in, in Northern Italy as well. Thanks for the opportunity. 
Yeah, it's great meeting you, Roberto, and great chatting with you, Paul. Thank you very much for your time this uh, morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you are in uh, in the world. And uh, I look forward to chatting with you again. Thanks Thank very much, you. Brian. Ciao. Roberto. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you, ciao, guys. Paul. Ciao, ciao.